You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. His stream is so powerful. Like a geyser? A, a fire hydrant. A fire hydrant. It's the water, the water, the urine is going so hard at this urinal that it's bouncing off the back, <laughs> ricocheting onto me. <laughs> I'm getting covered in this guy's urine. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm his mother, Karen Lee Potter. Back from a very long hiatus. We're back. We're back. I know you guys have been anxiously awaiting this momentous occasion. I know that you guys were just so sad without us. Actually, there were, I was joking, but there are people that were sad without us. I know. And And I I was sad without you guys. I was definitely sad without the Sneaky Freaks. I was thinking to myself, you know, I miss those Zoom, the monthly Zooms especially, Mm -hmm. where I get to interact and hear what the Sneaky Freaks are saying. With the Patreon page. Which you can join at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And thank you to everyone who continued their patronage, even through the hiatus. Very sweet and generous of you. Very kind. Very kind. And if you were really missing us, go to Instagram and TikTok because there's so much great content there. There's a lot of clips that have been up there. I've reposted some that were big successes. Big successes? Yeah. I want to say sorry to the people who thought we were going to be only gone July and August because we said we were only going to be gone July and August and then we took off September as well. Well, we, meaning you, decided to become little Bilbo Baggins. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was Frodo Baggins. <laughs> and and uh, I, I got to live my life sometimes, you know? I, I was say, on the road and the road kept going. You lived your life like none other. I lived my life. If you're just tuning in, I'll give you a quick synopsis of what I was doing. First, I went to France for a month for clown school. Okay. And people that might not know what he means by clown school, he's talking not about the red noses. We did use red noses. You did? Yeah. I was kind of concerned during COVID. <laughs> you said there was COVID going around and you're all sharing red noses with each oh, other. Oh, yeah. People were getting it's COVID disgusting. left and right. Disgusting. <laughs> we weren't sharing the red noses at that time, actually. Everyone had their own red nose. And they had a lot of masks going on. And, you and were, they tested every, every day. It was you, actually pretty safe. And you were taught by the master clown. The master clown... 80-something-year-old guy who's on his deathbed, <laughs> he uh, is terrifying. But I made it through. And he, apparently he liked you. I wouldn't say he liked me. He tolerated he, you. He tolerated me at the end. He said, I could be a funny comedian one day. Well, I don't know. Is that an underhanded compliment? Well, it's best I was going to get from him. You could. I could be. What, what would it take? A lot more practice, he said. Oh. There are steps to get there. So you're going to be practicing but in Los truth Angeles. truth be told, no one was told they were funny, so that's that's fine with me. That's fine with you. I'll be practicing over here just so I can be near you, mother. Oh, what a kind. Just so I could be right well, with my I'm, mother. I missed my son. Everybody's like, where's Cam? I'm like, I have no idea. Who is everyone? Like, people. 
people? People ask me, where's Cam? And I'm like, I don't even have a clue what continent he might be on. So, yeah. So after France, I went to Spain for a week, was participating in a a clown workshop over there, kind of co-teaching a little bit, then went to... Then I went to a fucking silent retreat that turned out not to be a silent retreat. That is the funniest thing of all. Fucking disaster. I should probably talk about that later on. Yeah, you wanted to unwind. I wanted to unwind. Little did I know. (laughs) This was not a silent retreat. It was literally a retreat for people who are followers of Thich Nhat Hanh, which you guys know I love Thich Nhat Hanh. But this is literally like bringing together young followers of Thich Nhat Hanh so they can meet each other and mate. So well, I think and was, mate. I think that's what this fucking thing was. And mate. Mate. What are you guys? Yeah. Projects? First of all, Thich Nhat Hanh is dead. Yeah. So who's... Br- it's like a cult. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Wait, when you first got there... Yeah. You said this is a cult. I went here to si- do a silent retreat. <laughs> first of all, how would I- you even know that I, I thought it was a cult? Because my phone was off. I wasn't even talking to you. Well, I don't know. I somehow got that... When I arrived, they told me, first of all, it's it's not a silent retreat. It's it's just a retreat where we're going to be opening up and actually talking a lot about our feelings and what's going on with in our lives. And by the way, you didn't mention the fact that there are all these monks and nuns. Yeah, the monks and nuns going cruising around, and then they put me in an all German group. Well, wait a which second, which I thought was a little bizarre because I didn't speak German. <laughs> when I arrived, they started speaking English for me, which is very kind. But I was surrounded by Germans. Why were you with Germans? I don't know, but I love the Germans. How about the kid that you hadn't seen in a while and you found him in the tree? So, so a, a random guy in in uh, that uh, yeah, I went to school with. I wasn't expecting to see him there. That's a very strange thing. Very bizarre. The whole thing, the whole week was quite bizarre and uh, was not what I was expecting when I just wanted to be in silence, retreating from all the clown shit that I was going through. It was fine, though. It was fine. I got to see where Tignatan lived, whatever. <laughs> then I went to Edinburgh Fringe Festival, where I saw a lot of clown shows. You seeing there's a theme here? A lot of clowns. It's a lot of clown theme. Would you explain to the sneaky freaks what, what, what is clowning? People Physical don't, comedy mother. Yeah, what, just like kind of like Kramer on Seinfeld? Yeah, kind of like Kramer, but also it's very creative and more performance arty. It's not like Bozo. I Don't even think about it. <laughs> well, you said you use red noses. As a training tool. The red nose is the smallest mask that there is. Did you know that? Well, anyway, so you love to do this performance art. Yes. And then after those two weeks in Scotland, I went to Portugal for a few days because I found a direct flight to Brazil from there, to this very remote part of Brazil where I spent the last three weeks. And there you surfed? I surfed. I swam with dolphins. Uh, that, I, danced that, with, I danced with Brazilians. I am jealous about one thing. What? Swimming with the dolphins. You would have loved that. I would have been out of my gourd. Yeah. Uh, and then I came back and surprised your ass. Oh, for your my 65th God. Birthday. Well, let's just talk about that for one second. Folks out there, the old lady has turned 65. 65. My mother is 65 ripe years old. Here's the thing. My brain is in my 30s. Yeah. Okay, but my body is in my 70s. I don't know what's going on. There's just a lot of shit going on that no one told me about when you turn 65. Yeah, but you're handling it with grace. Well, thank you, son. Yeah. But anyway, I was like not in a great mood, but my lovely boyfriend planned this beautiful 
weekend in Malibu for me and him. Rom- the first romantic holiday we've taken in ages. He told you, I'm going to take you to Malibu for a romantic weekend. Yep. And I was so psyched about it. And we're driving up there and he's stopping off at different viewpoints and wanting to take pictures. I'm like, this is not him. I don't know what he's doing, but whatever it is, it was working. You you Very like the romantic. romantic thing. Yeah. Then he oh, stopped wow. at a grocery store. He's like, you just wait in the car. I'm going to get some groceries for us. Oh. I'm like, we're never going to get up there. <laughs> We're just going to keep delaying this. And he's paying for this you know, beautiful home, the Airbnb. Anyway, we walk into the Airbnb. He's like, look at the decorations. I look at the decorations. Out pops my daughter, your sister, Jessica. Well, first, first, Stevie Wonder starts playing on the... On the Happy birthday to you. All the, yeah. all the speakers throughout the house. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how that happened. All of a sudden, I hear a happy birthday. So I thought maybe the Airbnb people did something. Uh-huh. And then your your sister pops out dancing like a crazy lunatic. So I'm thinking, and there comes her husband, Andy. And wait, what's going on with you, though, at this point? Are you thinking, why are these people crashing my no. romantic weekend? No, because You're not I, thinking that? No. I don't think they get these fucking... Get my, what is my daughter and her boyfriend doing over here? I want Her husband, no. I was so happy. I was like, oh, this is going to be like the two couples. In a, you know, you thought you were like, going to do a romantic getaway with your daughter and her husband? Well, it was just going to be a nice little getaway with the four of us. And we've never done something like that. So I thought, this is a unique birthday. All of a sudden, there comes your brother. Jingle. Jeremy's dancing away. Everyone's dancing. And And, and now you're thinking, what's going on? I'm like, what is going on? Well, this is a nice little birthday. And then out pops. Frodo. Frodo Baggins, (laughs) a.k.a. Cam. You pop out, and all of a sudden, all the emotions took over and i started crying now that's why i say if you join us are you crying are you getting well i'm getting so emotional because it was like literally the best gift oh your presence and all the your the rest of the family and it just got better and better it was a wonderful birthday weekend well first of all we are also live streaming my favorite avid brothers everybody knows about them and jack johnson i can't believe that they happened to be screen they were playing at that time my mother on her on well, I guess it's the day before your birthday. We're all sitting there, and, G- and then Gerald says, oh, you know what? Eva Brothers are on right now. And we start live streaming their concert right into your living room. It was like the perfect gift. First of all, I will never go to a concert anymore. There's no point in going to concerts if when you go, you can see them live. And you don't need to And you don't have to go. bounced around. No one's standing in front of you. No one's singing like when we went to see Tom Can't Petty. stand it. The guy was like, learning to fly. How'd you fly? I get so irritated at, this, at concerts. That's what I'm talking about because people are I talking. I have to do meditative practices. <laughs> I do that. You meditate so you can't. So you. I can start count? thinking. Oh, okay, this big fucking bald head in front of me is part of the whole thing. You it's all, part it's of always, the concert. It's always, always someone's huge in front of me. Huge fucking head. Usually they're they're like not just the tall. They're also wide, and it's just, and I can't. I'm only five two. I can barely see it with. with you think they should do a whole thing where they arrange people by height yes. and then seat you accordingly? What a great call. And then yeah. and then no one will have trouble seeing. It'll also look pretty beautiful and you'll make friends. Exactly. I once got kicked out of a concert, though, for talking too loudly. What? It was Dan Fogelberg. I was doing Quaaludes. <laughs> All right, we're, we're really getting off track here. I just would like to tell you, though, we're in the Dan Fogelberg concert. <laughs> People are yelling at us to shut the fuck up, and we're getting wilder and wilder. And all of a sudden, Dan Fogelberg announces that his brother's in the audience, 
And your father, who was alive at the time, jumps up and acts like he was Dan Fogelberg's brother. No. And everybody's like, oh, there he is, Dan Fogelberg's brother. And it wasn't, obviously. And after the concert, this girl comes up to us and says, can you, you're Dan Fogelberg's brother, right? To, to your dad. And he's like, yeah. Can you give this note to him? I couldn't find an address to send. Oh. But I was abused as a child, and I just want him to understand what meaning he's given to my life. No. Oh, talk about a guilt trip. No. Man, man, we felt so bad. I at the No. Time, at the time, I looked at the album cover, and there on the album cover was like a fan club address. So I mailed this little letter. Oh, okay. That's so sweet. it was a happy ending, I suppose, if, if it that's ever got to sweet. Dan Fogelberg. but. Anyway, believable. Yeah, I guess we were totally obnoxious during that concert. At that concert, you ended up getting booted. I we kind of got booted, but not we got we got booed at. But my point booed is, at. I don't want to go to concerts anymore. I just want to see them on this big. It was like an eighty-five inch screen. Yeah, the sound was great. Why not? We're all singing together. It was I Jack it. Johnson and the Avid Brothers. It doesn't get better than this. And then then the next night, after everybody's cooking together and it's a family gathering, the next night you guys play this Jeopardy game. Karen Leaperty. Karen Leaperty. Whose idea was this and how did this come about and how awesome was it? It was my idea. Actually, one of the categories was uh, Sneaky Freaks. Yes. And we guessed, the family guessed the Sneaky Freaks that we were referring to. Right. Some of you guys were probably... Or maybe it was Karen Lee's fans. Karen Lee's fans. There was also the people, celebrities that Karen Lee accosted over the years. Yeah. There we was, should play some of this with the Sneaky Freaks at some point. Oh, God. This should be everyone's birthday gift. It was very fun. So, very sweet. anyway, that's the long story. That's the long and short of it. It was just the highlight of my, maybe my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to see little snippets of that, I am putting them on Instagram and on TikTok on Sex Talk with my mom. You you can see me walking in, basically having a meltdown. I'm surprised you haven't done it yet. There is a little snippet on um, Karen Lee Potter. Okay. Um, but not on the Sex Talk with my mom. Well, folks, we missed you terribly. And uh, we're sorry that uh, we were gone for so long. We're coming back. We're going to do a slow re-entry into right. this. Right. We're going to just see how it goes. Because once once every month. We need to do it once every month because of a variety of re- factors. One, you want to be clowning more. I want to clown more. Two, I don't want to be overwhelmed with work as I have been for the past three years. Four. What was three? <laughs> Four, I need to start learning how to count. <laughs> Um, five is you're taking care of your thyroid. I got some health issues to take care of. Yes. And, uh, but, but if we can ramp it up from one, once a month to twice a month, we will do so. But we want to take a, a slow, easy way back in. A slow burn. Cause you know, honestly, I don't know if you guys realize that we have eight years of content that you guys can go listen to. And some people have actually said that they did the deep dive while we were gone. And how about number six, which may be the most exciting reason why we're taking Why on. are you going backwards and forwards in these countdowns? I think it's number seven, actually. It's number, number eight. We are creating a TV show based on sex talk with my mom, you sneaky fucking freaks. How we formed it. It goes way back into like when your father passed away. Well, it's, you're making it sound like a docu-series, but actually it's a fucking, it's a... <laughs> it's a comedy. It's a comedy. It's more it's of a It's a dark comedy. comedy. It's a dark comedy. Dark comedy. 
But we're hoping that it gets it gets produced this year, and we'll certainly keep you guys up to date on that as well. And then you, then there'll be more sex talk stuff that you can. There's going to be so many things you're going to be sick of us. But so anyway. anyway, I think it's that time of the show, mother, where we turn to you, sneaky freaks, and we say, "Hey, we want to hear from you." We, it's a sneaky freak question of the week. Question of the week. Da, 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 da. And you know what? You wanted me to come up with something original, so I did. Okay, this was a great question. Do you want to? Do you want, what was the question? You don't know the question? I forgot the question. Do you do? Do you have the question down here? <laughs> the question was something like, "What is? Tell us about the time when you first got your when you got your first sex toy or condom." Or any? a mishap that went along with that. All right, that, that's you need the exact quote? I want the exact quote, yes. Okay, hold on. Let me open it up. By the way, if you want to participate in this, we send this out as a text message every week. 310-356-3920. You give us a text, and, and we will send you the question of the week. Are you? I'm like going to say to shock <laughs> that I remember the last four digits. Unbelievable. Okay, so the question is, uh, can you please celebrate our return by answering this question of the week? How did you get your first sex toy slash condom? Any mishaps or success stories? Wow. You know, there's, I, I was like delving back into my thoughts of when these first condoms or when they first got my first vibrator. I had so many stories, but I thought I'd share just one in particular, two in particular. One is one of my friends said she has a 12-year-old son and she found him one day with her using her rabbit vibrator on his back. Oh. And he said, oh, this is a great back massager. No way. I almost died when she told me this story. Horrifying. She had to somehow sneak it away from him. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. And the second story was, I don't even know if I've ever told you this story. Oh, no. When I was out with a, a friend of ours, my one of my best friends, and this guy. And we were drinking chocolate martinis, so we were getting super wasted. The chocolate martinis can be dangerous. Because it tastes so good, they're just going down. You think you're having like a little chocolate slurpee or something, and, oh, turn, and it goes right to your head. Well, anyway, somehow we decided, this guy had a lot of money, he gets us a limo, and we start driving around, and we go end up in a strip club. Oh, boy. I'd never been to a strip club. This one had like... How a, old were you at this time? I was in my 40s. You'd never been to a strip club at that point? Never. Wow. Yeah, I was a little virgin. Wow. Who am I kidding? Anyway, no, I don't I don't think I had ever been to a strip club. And this strip club had like plastic on the boobs too. And the booths. Boobs. 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 Pl- plastic. Anyway, anyway, I don't want to get too distracted with this, but we ended up talking. Of course, I started counseling all the strippers on how they can do something better with their lives. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> but I was talking to them about vibrators and a lot of them didn't know about vibrators, and I'm like... Am what, I, what are you hosting, a fucking women's circle at the goddamn strip club? What yes, is this? that's exactly what we were doing. Anyway, so the guy's like, well, why don't we go out and buy you two, me and my friend, vibrators? So he has the limo driver drive us to a sex toy shop, and we each got vibrators. Are you guys both hooking up with him at the end? No, of what no. Is what, what's going on? There this was guy's no. Just I think he wanted the, that to happen, but that was not going to happen. I was just excited about a new sex, sex toy. And I think my friend literally told me that she still has hers. You know, and she's been hiding it under the bed. Oh, my God. My philosophy, by the way, about vibrators and kids finding vibrators, like my friends, if you're going to go snooping around in your mother's drawers, 
for anything and you find something like whether it be weed or whether it be vibrators and dildos, whatever, butt plugs, whatever, you deserve to be shocked. You <laughs> okay. Let me ask you something. What, how often do you think people should be getting new sex toys? Is it something you keep under the bed for years at a time? My friend does that, yes. But I, I'm, a, I'm, I just sent a new charger cord to one of my friends who used it up so much she lost the cord. Why using your technical support over here? I'm te- tech support on vibrators. What the hell? I don't know, but I literally remember now, back in the college day, back to the Quaalude stories, that I was in a sorority and I was the one who got vibrators for everyone as long as they get me Quaaludes. You would trade ludes for vibes? Bartering, yes. Why were you involved with the vibes? One of my friends um, wanted a vibrator and she was dating a pharmacist. I don't understand why you, why did you have vibrators? I don't know, but I've always been very you're, curious about I'm vibrators. fucking believable. Now your son is hawking vibrators. Yeah, you should talk. Speaking, speaking of, if you're looking for a vibrator, <laughs> check out lovehoney.com. Use the link in our episode's description. It really helps support our show. And you'll get 15% off when you use code SNEAKY at checkout. S-N-E-A-K-Y. At lovehoney.com. 15% off. Check the episode's description, you sneaky freak. So do you remember the first time you got a condom or no? No. I remember the first time I got a condom. I remember taking you, I think. You did not fucking take me. I feel like you were at Walgreens. I feel like I remember you being at Walgreens getting a 40-pack. No. No, that was someone else? I was at Walgreens. Oh, that was you. But what happened was I was leaving for my senior year spring break trip. To Mexico. To Mexico. I never had condoms before. I don't think I've ever had a fucking blowjob at that point. But it was I needed to be prepared. So I went and I was I'm looking and I didn't realize there's a large selection of condoms at Walgreens. And I'm fumbling through all these things and I'm fiddling trying to read all the th- the descriptions and which one I'm supposed to get. Uh, next thing you know, I, I'm so nervous. All the fucking things are falling off the shelf where I'm trying to pick them up. You're making a huge mess of the condoms. The condoms are flying everywhere. And of course, Brad fucking Casper's father walks right behind me as, as I'm fucking fiddling with all this shit. Brad is one of your friends. At the time, he was one of, a close friend of mine. I don't need his father seeing that I'm buying condoms. Oh, Grab the shit, fucking checked out and ran. It, it is embarrassing, I think, for the, for the first time. The first time, yeah. I don't, I don't know why it's embarrassing, but the, I was looking, I was deep diving into my, my I remember last, the last picture show was Sybil Shepherd. When the kid goes into the um, drugstore, mind you, I don't remember shit, but I can remember this this one scene. He goes into the drugstore, and he gets and the guy what behind the, the is Sybil Shepherd. She's an actress who passed away. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what he goes behind the 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 guy at the store just gave this guy such a hard time about buying him. He's like, you know, which ones do you want? And the kid was so nervous, and he's like, I'll take four dozen. <laughs> It was, a, it was a real funny scene, but anyway, you guys go back and watch the last picture show, and you'll you'll get a good guffaw. Okay, no it's sort of like what you went through when you. How many condoms after Mexico did you come back with? All the condoms, um, <laughs> you know, obviously it was all the condoms. I thought maybe you might have used one just to try. I might have tried out one. Yeah, just having a condom on can make me ejaculate. Do you still have those condoms, knowing you? No, I'm, I'm constantly tossing out old condoms. It's very depressing. <laughs> There's nothing worse than you look at a condom, you're like, oh my God, this expired. The, the shelf life of a condom is quite long. And this one expired like four years ago. 
That that means this is like a nine year old condom that I've been clinging on to that I haven't used yet. It's a disaster. Uh, is but it still like that? Yeah, it's still like that. Okay. I got a whole collection of used unused condoms. Maybe buy new ones and all. I have. I, I bought new ones for the trip to uh, to uh, wherever you Europe were. and Brazil. Came back with them all, completely intact. <laughs> Very happy about that. Well, um, all right. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, vibrators and toys, I remember the first toy I got. Do you know what it was? A flashlight. It was a flashlight that you gifted to me. Oh, you and my boyfriend. Yeah. These. Yeah, you gave me a Riley Reed flashlight. That was nice of me. It was nice of you. You Be- did it for content purposes, though. What does that mean? You were trying to make fucking content from the, for this shit. Oh, this is gonna be funny if I give my son a fucking flashlight. Well, you took offense because you didn't get the one that that I gave Dee's, which was Nina Hartley's. I was fine with getting Riley Reed's, considering we knew Nina Nina Hartley. I don't need someone else's vibrate uh, fucking you know vagina mold on <laughs> that I know. Vagina mold. I think you just thought you got a cheap one. Riley Reed happened to be cheaper at the time, but probably not anymore. Probably now it's super expensive. Maybe you can you se- it, maybe you can resell it. I can, I'm actually we actually have a code with Fleshlight.com <laughs> if you want to get your own Fleshlight. How about that? What is the code? Another way to support the show if you're looking for a, f- a Fleshlight, just use code Sneaky Ten S N E A K Y one zero and you'll get ten percent off at Fleshlight.com. Use the link in our episode's description. It helps us out a lot. Wait, some people 10. may not know what a flashlight is, Cam. What, would you please describe? It's a fucking... It's a, it's a replica of some porn star's vagina. You stick your dick and you fuck. Boy, what, how hard is that? I just thought maybe some people don't know what that is. Everyone because, knows what it is. All right, well... Who hasn't used a flashlight? You literally gifted it to me. I never used one. Obviously, I don't have the member to have... Did so, you ever? I don't want to. I don't want to. No, know, I. I, don't I, I haven't been involved with anybody who's Thank had you. flashlights. Okay, good. I was good. It's kind of that. That seems to be like a masturbation thing. It's definitely a masturbation thing. It's definitely for penis owners. Right. Okay. Um, although you know they they have flashlight jack as well. So I think that I think it's a um, the they're like the dicks of porn stars and stuff that you can use to wow. fuck yourself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it's mainly for gay audiences. Okay. But who knows? Anyone can use it. And you Anyone can get a can discount too if you go to Sneaky10. No, fleshlight.com, use code Sneaky10. Yeah. Let's turn to the Sneaky Freaks. Are you ready? I was shocked at how many responses Thank we got. Thank you guys so much Within for all of your minutes, texts. Within minutes. And if we, are, if we didn't read your, your um, comment, don't take offense. We just had like a, a deluge of comments. We love it. Please text us at 310-356-3920. All right. So the first one answering this question about what was your first, how did you get, what the fuck is this question again? It's, it's <laughs> how did you get your first sex toy slash condom? Were there any mishaps or success stories? Okay. First one was from Jorge. I'll read this one. I love this one. Okay. The first condom was from the 99 cent store. There was a ripped box, and I took one or two. I was maybe 15 or 16. It was a colored one, cheap, super thick. I put it on, jerked off in the shower, and then took it off, and my parents got home as soon as I finished. So let's let's just well, let's stop un- right let's there. Let's unpack this for a second. Unpack the fact that this motherfucker stole yes. condoms from an open box at the 99-cent store. Okay. You know how you couldn't pay me to use that condom? <laughs> because... 
the ineffectiveness of their condom. You feel like somehow they got damaged. The thing, the packaging is literally ripped open. It was ripped open, and they said, and he called it a colored one, cheap, super thick. Okay. Brutal. Is super thick good or bad? I think most people want super thin, like bare skin. That right, type of shit. but but thick would be bad. In, in a lot my, of fucking. I'm thinking you would like that. <laughs> I'm thinking you would like that because it would be more protection. Yeah, like you could you put like a tire well, on yours. This is like putting a tire. First of all, it leads to thickness. Maybe the woman is a little enjoys it a little more. And oh also, my god! Also, maybe buy- I'll feel a little less. What? <laughs> you want to explain that? No. Everyone knows who needs to know. <laughs> All right. There were. He goes on to say, the parents come home. He gets out of the shower, finished jerking off. They were yelling because they needed the bathroom. I freaked out, tied the condom in a knot, threw it in the toilet, flushed. There was an air bubble. Fucking condom was like a buoy. Kept coming back. It's so embarrassing. I would have been freaking out at this point. Do you think that it clogs up the toilets? Yeah, it's not good to put condoms in the toilets. Huh. My dad was like, actually, I have no idea about that. Maybe because you could put some shit in the toilet, can't you? Well, you're not supposed to put wipes and stuff in the toilet. Okay, then you shouldn't be putting condoms in the toilet. Yeah, that's Dan to reason. Okay, that's okay. I don't think that's the main concern over here. He goes on to say, my dad was like, are you okay? Are you sick? I was like, yep, and started coughing. He was like, you got a sore throat and diarrhea? Oh, my God. I freaked out, got it out of the toilet, and I was trying to find a spot to hide it. Of course, the bottom of the trash can was not an option. Who the fuck does that, right? So I removed the screen from the small window, wrapped the condom on toilet in toilet paper, tossed it out the window, missed the trash bin, but I was safe. Then I hear my dad, my sister, my cousin outside bringing stuff in the yard. Oh, my God. My cousin yells, who the fuck threw paper <laughs> ball at me? <laughs> I freak the fuck out, run out in a towel, and get the fucking condom and toss it in the trash bin. Dad says, what the fuck are you doing? Are you okay? He knew something was up, but he just laughed. Yeah, it was an interesting morning. Oh, my God. Jorge. That, by the way, you're... Phenomenal storyteller. And a gifted... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Man, that's a good story. Phenomenal story. Nightmare. It's a nightmare. It just got a nightmare that kept getting worse and worse. Yeah, that is a a total clown gig. It starts in the bathroom, goes and all the way outside, outside. In, the, in the towel. I love the fact that he's running outside in the towel. <laughs> By the way, why was he jerking off in a condom? What's the point of that? I think it's nice. It's a good practice, actually, to put on a condom, see what it feels like, jerk off a little bit. Have you done this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I haven't done it in many, many, uh, maybe decades, but decades. Yeah, maybe well, decades. You're not that old. That I mean, what are you going to be? Seven years old? Extremely old. Lisa says I bought a back massager at Walmart. It was not used for back massages. Now I will order anything I need online. There you go. You know, things are much easier to get discreetly online than it was when I went to one of those um, Lovers Lane or one of those kind of stores. Mm-hmm. And who do I see behind the counter when I'm looking for some sort of like, I don't know if it was lube or butt plugs or whatever. I see your sister's very 
like a, not a great friend, but a friend. I want to know if the sneaky freaks who have been around for about have heard this story about over over one year about have Jenny? listened to this story. This story must have been told. I think we're going on 15, 16 times. It never gets old. It never gets old. It never gets old. It, and just the fact that my daughter's friend is working behind the counter at Lover's Lane, and I'm asking her for. I mean, she had to be like 18 years old. What the hell is she going to teach me? I just matched with someone on Bumble who uh, she used to work at a sex shop. That was in the bum, and it was a funny name, but I don't want to give any incriminating details. But what do you think of someone who works at a sex shop? They're probably going to know a lot about sex, right? I think they go for this one. Right? It's yeah, a good that's, idea. It's a good match. They, and they spend their days studying these toys, much like myself. <laughs> it's true. Uh, we, we had... Uh, <laughs> We, you do you like the condom ones or the sex toy ones? Well, I think we need a, um, a little of both. Okay, Alan says he borrowed a condom from a friend. The sex toy privately online. He was too shy to go into the store. Why? You know, some people are so nervous about going into a, a sex toy shop. Well, you act like a Mister Experience. I went into a sex toy shop in Brazil. But you are I didn't even in, fucking speak the language. This is what you do. Very for, awkward. What, what do you mean? You went in there, didn't speak the language, and pointing at different things? <laughs> oh, my God. It's all just coming back to me. I went. I was out to dinner with a friend, and then he. I think he dared me to go into the sex toy shop. So I went in there. Cute girl behind the counter. Did he come with you? He kind of. He was kind of waiting outside, and she knew he was waiting outside. And so I, I went into the back to see what kind of... I was trying to explain to her that I am very familiar with sex toys and stuff like that. Given my profession, but obviously my Did Portuguese. Did she give a shit? She didn't understand a fucking word I was saying. She starts directing me to all the anal sex toys. She thinks I'm fucking my friend over here. Well, what would you think? You come into a sex toy shop with a guy. Of course, you're going to think that you're together. Well, there was just a language barrier over there. Didn't work well. Anyway, I like going into. It, you know, when you when you travel abroad, you realize we are very blessed with the number of the, the variety of sex toys we have in this country. Is that what you've determined from three months of being away that they yeah, were very blessed? Yeah. In South America, especially more conservative, higher taxes on uh, these types of imports, actually. So there's very few you really shitty selection. Apparently, in some countries like St. Lucia, my friend said that they're illegal. Yeah, that's nuts. It's fucking wild. Which is why people ought to think about my invention here we go by the way did you see someone talked about this no oh my god let me see if i can find this again um my you know you guys have the ones who have been with me for eight years know that i came up with this great invention and i and i unfortunately didn't execute it properly because i think someone else got to it but i have this idea of making a vibrator head out of one of the heads of an electric toothbrush so amanda said my first sex toy in in quotes was actually a vibrating face cleanser brush that i found in the package in my mom's bathroom when i was maybe 13 years old the actual brush head was able to be popped off and little did i know at the time that it would turn into my very first vibrator I remember knowing what I was doing was naughty, but I truly didn't understand the concept of masturbation as a 13-year-old girl. The first time using it turned it on and placed it outside of my underwear. I had my first orgasm, not even knowing what an orgasm was. After the shock of realizing what happened actually felt amazing, the rest is history. Wow. Now this opens a whole new door. What is a vibrating face cleanser? You know the face cleanser? The face cleanser brush. It's like a little brush that vibrates. And you can remove different um, 
components? No, the heads. You, you can oh, so why don't you just use that? Because it's a brush. It's not necessarily I mean, that comfortable. Maybe if you use it like she did, but I'm still, uh, I'll, I'll think about <laughs> branching out. Okay. Uh, Crystal says, my first sex toy was a rabbit. A friend of mine bought it for me because she hated my boyfriend. So that's a good way to get rid of unwanted boyfriends. It's, it's true. Actually, I just said that to one of my friends who said she's like tired of men, but she really likes to have sex. I go, what's wrong with using the satisfier that I gave her? The curvy too. Oh my God. I love those air pulse stimulators. I got a story here from Sage who said, my first sex toy is a family tradition actually. My eldest sister buys a dildo and a dick theme party for each person's 18th birthday. Is that a family that you belong to? It feels like I do. I always feel like I can identify with this. Have you ever gifted your sibling a, a vibrator? She's she's too embarrassed. Too embarrassed. She's I've gifted my sister a, a vibrator and my brother multiple cock rings. <laughs> you do? Multiple sh- cock rings? All, you've given him multiple cock rings. I have never given him a cock ring. You've given every family member a cock ring. I don't remember this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I like that family tradition. That's a good tradition. It is a good tradition. Aaron said it was 1977. This I sounds was like, a wait a second. Aaron sounds like a, 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 a my generation. Yeah, I guess so. When did you graduate high school? 76. Look at that. Okay, so it was 1977. I was a senior in high school, eagerly exploring everything sexual with my first girlfriend. We bought one of our uh, one of those hard white plastic vibrators from Spencer's Gifts, pretending it was a gag gift for a friend. But I don't think we fooled the cashier since we also bought batteries. <laughs> we raced back to my house and waited for my parents to go to bed so we could try it out in the basement bedroom. It was awesome, but it was loud. My girlfriend tried to muffle the angry buzz by inserting it and clamping her thighs shut around it while I piled blankets and pillows over her. As she felt her orgasm approach, she kicked off the covers, spread her legs, and held the screaming torpedo to her clit. I was scrambling to pull the covers back up and clap a hand over her mouth to stifle her moans when all of a sudden, my mom yells down the stairs, What is that noise? Are you (laughs) brushing your teeth? Knock it off and go to bed. And after that night, Wanna Brush Your Teeth became our inside joke for having sex. I love that. Thanks for prompting such a fun memory. Love your show. Glad you're back. We're glad to be back and we love your we story. We're so glad to hear these stories. That visual. And I loved your sound effects there. You, you, like you, you made the mother sound like she was like 105 years old. <laughs> well, she was acting like 105 years old trying to cramp this guy's style. How do you like that? I love the descriptiveness of how he described with the... With could you imagine your orgasm and someone covers your mouth? I don't know if I love that. If you like a little BDSM, it's I good. I guess if you like a BDSM, but if that were not the case, it's, uh, it can be not so pleasuresome. Anyway, I want to thank everyone who has tuned in and who has lent us your wonderful stories. And and I also want to say, if you're looking to get your own, if this is inspired, you get your own vibrator, get one at lovehoney.com. Use promo code SNEAKY for... The, uh, 15% off. You can also get Fleshlight at Fleshlight.com. Use code SNEAKY10. Those links are in the episode's description. And if you go on Patreon and you want to message me or Cam about a specific question 
as to what type of sex toy you want or condoms that you use, we will be happy to answer the the messaging on patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. You're, you're giving away free sex toy training advice? Yes. Okay. And I put you in there too because I think at this point you know more than I do. I th- I've never used one on myself, so. But never, well, never used one on yourself? Actually, that's not true. And you already told a story about using a flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking vibrator, but then that also is not true. And by the way, sneaky freaks out there, you can use a vibrator during sex. Yeah, of course. What are you saying? Is it amateur hour? Well, I'm just saying, that especially if you get one that's like a little bullet or like a little, I like the Nia by, from um, Lilo. From Lilo, L-E-L-O. Cam, over the course of your three-month hiatus, yeah. you told me some funny stories. One in particular had me dying. And you guys, again, I, if you want to watch this. We'll I don't know why this makes you laugh. Because it's just, it's just a typical thing that would happen to you. Why is it happening to me? Because stuff like this happens to you all the time. I go to the bed. Okay, so I go out. Where were you? I'm in Lisbon. And I go out to a club where I was told they have jazz performing. It turns out to be only Portuguese hip hop. Okay. Already I was with, the, I brought a whole group of people there. There's two, two girls and, and a guy and me. Okay. Not jazz already off to the races. So we're enjoying the hip hop and I go to the bathroom and I'm, the stalls are right next to each other. And I don't know what is going on with the guy standing next to me. I'm pissing. The guy comes in, starts pissing next to me, and his stream is so powerful. Wait, like wait! Host. You told me this guy was like a ginormous guy. He was a large man. So maybe that's why he had a lot of force coming out of his penis. Mom, it was like a fucking, like a like a um, like a geyser, a, a fire hydrant. A fire hydrant. It's the water. The water. The urine is going so hard at this urinal that it's bouncing <laughs> off the back, ricocheting onto me. <laughs> I'm getting covered in this guy's urine. And you're a German football together. I, I don't know. What, at first, I try to shuffle out of the way because I'm also peeing. So you can't just like stop. I'm, I'm going to stop midstream and get. I'm getting doused in this guy's fucking urine. I wonder if this ever happened to any of the sneaky freaks listening to. Us. If you've been pissed on, let me know. Because like, what do you do? Three five six three nine two zero. I go to the fucking sink after this, and I just start bathing my entire <laughs> arms. I look like a goddamn surgeon getting ready for surgery. My whole forearms and upper arms are going in the sink with the soap. <laughs> the guy must have thought I was so nuts. Did the guy not realize that he was spraying you? That that's like he was oblivious. definitely drunk. He didn't give a fuck. I think it's what, so what? oblivious. He just spray the shit He's out of spraying somebody. Spraying me. He might as well just pissing on my arm. Oh my god, it's Disgusting. just so repulsive. You know, and I, I honestly, I, I I shouldn't be so judgmental because I I had another excrement issue going on. What was going on? So <laughs> I, I don't. And I think the altitude fucks up my my intestines. Okay. And it, if I take multiple flights in a day, I start getting very gassy. Number no, one. No, no, no. You know what it is? It's the pressure. The going pressure on gets your, me on going. Your, it's everybody. But not only that. Right before getting on this flight, I had this incredible Brazilian rice in Rio. Okay, just pounding this rice. I was why? Like, why is this so good? It's rice like, is constipating. But there was this crispy garlic in the rice. It was like I was eating full garlic cloves. Oh, that happened even, to me. Didn't that. even dawn on me until after the meal. Oh, you're gonna get severe stomach cramps. I, w- mom, when I say 
Yeah, I was farting on the plane. <laughs> oh my god, it's bad. And smell. there's a cute girl next to me. Oh, it's gotta be stinky. It was oh. mortifying. Oh. Just it smelled awful. I couldn't even. I could barely. I start. So I I decided I gotta stop this as much as I could. Start. I try to go to the bathroom and fart, but I come back. <laughs> I still fart. I put my a blanket <laughs> over me and put it over my head, and then I start farting in the blanket. Ew. I tried to trap it, but I end up getting trapped in the blanket. That's called crop dusting. No, it's not called crop dusting. Clam baking. <laughs> Whatever crop it was, dusting is when you be, walk and you it's, fart. It's, it's so yeah. embarrassing, though. It was like, horrible. Can, can, did you look around like someone else did it? That's what. There's no one else. I, luckily, I had someone. There was an open seat next to me between the cute girl and me. It didn't matter. This though for Rose, you could you would know yeah, that it is disgusting. This, this has happened to me with that same friend, by the way, that I described before. Really, about going to the strip club and getting those. Um, she and I ate for some reason an entire clove of garlic, like the whole garlic, like you know, like it's that little yeah, yeah. little portion. When they yeah, when they fucking roast it and they say yeah. they bring it out on the plate you, and it tastes delicious, you yeah. just eat it and you then you're the farting thing. your fucking face off. It is a serious. Indigestion. I'm I'm farting right now, thinking Why? about this. Please don't fart right now. I'm thinking, just, just thinking don't about the do garlic. It. Just hold your ass together. Hold those cheeks together. Cam, why do you always have these excrement issues? Yeah, I don't know. Your bowels are very sensitive. Can you I, have sensitive I did bowels. Have, I, on the way to the the airplane, though, I did stop in an airport lounge. At first, I just wanted to wash my feet because I was at the beach all day and I destroyed my fucking toe. It was. We don't need to get into this. Like I, oh, you do need to smash my toe on a rock. You had to send a picture to me and my boyfriend, and he went. He he almost threw up. I smashed my toe on a rock, and it completely destroyed it. But anyway, <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that it was it was clean as much as I could. So I went and I tried to shower shower my fucking foot, but then they had a whole shower there. So I guess I I got you can't just wash your feet. In the shower, so I end up getting completely naked. <laughs> Are you supposed to? In the in the airline shower, I mean, I guess you could you could you could if you want take a full shot. There's something when I realized I took the whole goddamn shower. It's very sexy in that yeah. shower. Oh, were you fucking whacking off in the shower? I, I, I wasn't whacking off, but I was tempted to whack off because there's something oh, about man. being. In, I don't know when you're in travel, when you're traveling, and you're you're in like a luxurious shower or bathroom, you just have the desire to jerk off. I think. I I've never had that desire. I don't know where you come up with it's that. Like the, it's like it's the same, it's kind of like an extension of the Mile High Club. You're on your way to the Mile High Club. You're taking a shower right, in the airport. Sneaky freaks, have you ever jerked off in an airport lounge? Let us know. Or, or in an airport bathroom. When I was a younger man, and I had overwhelming uh, feelings of horniness, I think I must have jerked off in an airport bathroom. And that, with on a family vacation with us. I don't know. Maybe on an airplane. What? Uh, probably. Maybe well, not with the family. I would hope not with the family. But I'm probably. I was. I'm sure I was a young horny, uh, horny buck. T- buck. You know, you were a young horny buck that needed to expel. Now I now I fucking need to plan out my jerk off so I don't lose all fucking motivation for the next week. What? <laughs> what are you Very, talking I don't about? Think, I, re- I don't remember the last time I jerked off. Why do you have to plan that? But it's because you overplan everything. If I everything. jerk off in the morning, the whole work day is fucked. I, my my testosterone is changing and my body's changing. I don't know what happened to you. You went away and you came back a new man. Anyway, I I was um, 
I found that, you know, I, I expected to really fuck a lot on this trip. And did you? No. <laughs> no. In yeah. France and Scotland, I was running from clown show to clown show, from clown class to performance, whatever. There was no time to, to fuck. I was exhausted. So you didn't whack off either? Emotionally, completely exhausted. I, don't, I honestly don't think I whacked off that much. I was completely exhausted. And so by the time I got to Brazil... You were a horned monster. I was able to relax. And once you start relaxing, the juices start flowing. You know what I'm talking about? What do you mean you know what I'm talking about? You yeah, know what I'm talking of course, about. when you're relaxed, you're going to be when much more relaxed, horny. When you relax, you can horn it up. You have to be relaxed in order to get into that state. Otherwise, you're in a fight or flight response at all times, and you're never going to have sex. And then on top of this, I'm surrounded by the most gorgeous Brazilians you could ever imagine. Infuriating. And why is it? Just gorgeous. Why are you infuriated? You get the feeling like, oh my God, I have to leave here one day and they're so gorgeous. And what? Anyway, then I start dancing. They have nightly dance, social dancing. And this is not just normal social dancing. This is our fucking legs are intertwined. Like dirty dancing. Dirty fucking dancing. How am I not going to get an erection doing this? Were you getting erections? Getting erections left and right. I felt like I, w- I, felt like I was in middle school again trying to push the girl away. <laughs> Because I didn't want her to feel my fucking dick about to hit her. And they stick their button in, in the dick. There was no button to dick. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, it was uh, a whole whirlwind. Uh, and well, I realized, you know, I'm not into the one night stands. I'm aware that you're not into the one night stands. I'm much, interest, much more interested in the loverships. You know what that means? Intimacy. Intimacy, the connection. It, it doesn't need to be like lifelong connection. But does but that include any kind of physical content? With enough, uh, if I had one more week, if I had one more month, way more, I, I was on my way, and then I had to get back for my surprise I had to birthday. Come back for your fucking. It's my fault that you did not get birthday. It's my fault that you did yes. not get laid. Yes, of course. Once again, yes. Mom gets blamed because you. Didn't it would have been laid. a fucking phenomenal summer. I was. It was all lined up for success, and then boom, I had to go home and take care of the old broad. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming home to treat me like that. <laughs> the fuck was that? I'm just kidding, Come mother. I love spending your 65th birthday yeah, with okay. you. Why don't you mention 65 a few more times? Or you can, <laughs> or better yet, let's go to hit on or shit on. All right, hit on or shit on. You got a, a comment or question from this Yeah, week? I what, did. We determine if it's a hit on or a shit on. What is it, mother? Dennis says, happy 75th. No. You know what, Dennis? Insult. What the hell? I mean, it's one thing if I'm 80 and you say happy 75th. Yes. But then you go and say happy 75th, which is obviously 10 years older than I am. I how, mean, how do you know he's not, uh, he, he doesn't, he's like a, you know, Japanese culture, they, they really respect the, the elderly. Okay. And w- more wisdom Dennis was the not older res- you get. He was not respecting me. As a matter of fact, I did a little TikTok video saying haters are going to hate. Skewered him. Skewered him. Nice. Pound Thank it. you. Love that. Mom, you got mom's news for us? I do. Mom's, mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news is the segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info. Mom, what do we got this week? This is from The Mirror, uh, which I was featured in many times th- during the last six months. The Mirror is a uh, public, it, it's a tabloid. 
from the UK. It's a popular tabloid. A popular it's tabloid very, with very little journalistic uh, integrity. I don't know why you said that, but this one was very interesting. Mm-hmm. A man was born with two penises. How do you even find this? I, I just found this. Apparently, what, what were you re- Googling to find this? I was, man was born with two penises. I don't know. It just came up in my search. And apparently he was born with two penises and he used both for sex. And one lover got hooked on the two penises. Oh, wow. And I started thinking to myself, would Cam like to have two penises? Are they, how are they placed? Is are they is it horizontal, side by side, vertical? Is like very a deep good, piece very good question. Thank you. Uh, and I'm not going to read the whole article out loud, but I might say that it seemed like some women found it to be very uncomfortable. Because both would go in the hole. One no, hole? I think because, um, yeah, it might have been that, or it could have just been that it's just an awkward thing to have coming between you and the other. It, it just seems like it was a difficult practice. This one person loved it and she wanted him to do porn with her. Oh, wow. Because that would be a novelty. There's only apparently, since 1800s, there's only about 100 people that have this diaphala. <laughs> Are you trying to give the scientific term for double penis? Yeah, it's right called diaphalus. This is something like that. I can't remember only the Only 100 people since the 1800s have been born with double double dick? Yeah, and apparently no his, way. his uncle had one. Oh, so it's a hereditary thing. Apparently. And he ended up... I uh, think I would... Spoiler use... alert. He ended up having one of the penises removed. No. Yep. Why? Because it was uncomfortable for the women that he was with. So his name was Hank. Do you think Hank saved the second dick? Oh, that's and interesting. How did he choose which dick had to go? I don't know. Was one of them bigger or is it uglier? Or what? You know, the mirror did not get into that information. These are follow-up questions that we need to know. I know. This is why the mirror is, is a, a integrityless. Because they don't ask the questions that you think. They don't ask the hard questions. Okay. I well, need to know these things. That was Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's Thank you, Mom. News. I thought you'd like that. Loved it. Wow. It's the time of the show that you guys have been waiting for all summer. The all, time of the all sh- summer, all probably su- all. How about all eight years? All eight years you've been waiting for this moment. It's that moment that gets your juices flowing like a young buck on an airplane. It's the juices that get you screaming o's in your basement, and your mom thinks it's a fucking toothbrush. What about the urinal? It's a, it, it, it's the fucking juice fucking piss fest. In a urinal, it's Cam's <laughs> Uppers is the place to be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's Uppers, the segment of the show that where I share something near and dear to my heart, something that my mother typically finds boring or titillating, 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 or downright stupendous, stupendous. It's Cam's Uppers. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm gonna share something about something. It was a key takeaway from clown school. Okay. It's this concept called Mister Flop. Mister Flop. Have I told you about Mister Flop? So this has something to do with your dick. No, it could be. Basically, the concept is Mister Flop is when basically you're f- getting fucked on stage when you realize you're trying something and it is not working and the audience is completely soured on you. When you say you're getting fucked on stage, you're not really getting fucked. You're, you're not getting fucked on people stage. People are you're like booing to, at you. You're trying, yeah, you're trying to get people to laugh, and instead they're having the adverse reaction of actually wanting you to get the fuck off stage. What What do they do to 
I, I mean, they could vocalize that or they could, you just feel it, which might even be worse than them vocalizing it. Like crickets. Crickets. And then people in the audience are feeling very awkward. That is Mr. Flop. That is when Mr. Flop gets too close. Okay. But very interesting distinction. You don't want to just not have Mr. Flop around. Because if you don't have Mr. Flop around, it's very boring. You're not taking a big enough risk. You see? Well, what if it's real funny content? If it's real funny content, Mr. Flop is around. He's yeah. nearby, but he's not so close. Okay. And so the whole concept of the clown is basically, how, how do I gauge where Mr. Flop is? Did you have many Mr. Flops? Mr. Flop is always around. You, you just don't want him to get too close. You don't want to get too far because then you become boring. Somewhere in between where you're taking a risk, but you're not completely getting eaten alive. What is this called in French? Mr. Flop. And I will say, Mr. Flop applies to all things in life. Really? It's, you're yeah, generalizing it's, it now to everything in life. Yes. Because if you're not taking big enough risks in your life, boring. If you're feeling the impulse to go talk to that person, but you're too scared in that fear. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. And you, if you don't acknowledge that, you just shy away from it. You're, you're sitting with Mr. Flop over there. Right, like a lot of people would say, why did your son have to mention that you're 65 several times during the podcast? Are you offended that I mentioned you're 65? No, because you like, brought like, it up to like begin you with. said, Mr. Flop needs to be present. People yeah. need to know that I am 65 and I am proud of it because the alternative is worse. It's, it's true. <laughs> Are you usurping fucking Cam's uppers I, once again? I usurped. Well, so, so did you have Mr. Flop around a Mr. lot? Mr. Flop was all flopping around and trust me, sometimes it got way too close and I was completely destroyed. But sometimes... Sometimes it went okay. No, sometimes you told me it was it was you crushed. There were a couple times I crushed. Don't think I take it as well. We've made it to the end of the show. I want to thank all of you for your patience, your support, your love, listening to this up to this point, and for sticking around even through the hiatus. We've missed you, and we love you. We do. I can't thank you enough for all your support. And if you really want to join us on Patreon. You can message us and ask us questions. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. We'd appreciate your patronage. That's right. And you can always follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Just search for sex talk with my mom pod on Instagram and sex talk with my mom on TikTok. And a happy birthday to you, mother. I'm Thank delighted you. to be home with you. Podcasting I, yet again. And if you want to see more of Bilbo Baggins, i.e. Cam the Clown's adventures, go to... It's Cam on Cam underscore. You like it? I changed it from single cam comedy because it, I, think, I thought it was manifesting garbage. Yeah, I like that you manifest now. It's just Cam on Cam. Yeah, where do people find your cougar life? My cougar life is all at Karen Lee Poter everywhere. You can see me on all social media platforms, especially well, Tic Tac. Tic Tac. We love you guys. We really do. Thank you so much. Kisses to all. Kisses to all. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.